welcome to the ministries of the Bohomi Baptist Church, where we worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, fair before Him in all the earth. And the pastor is Reverend Nelson. Be blessed by the sermon that you're about to hear. Good morning again, my friends. Welcome to another broadcast of the program, Making a Difference. I am so happy that you're with us again this morning. And as always, I trust that you're doing well, that as you woke up this morning to the newness of God's mercy, that uh, you are indeed grateful for the privilege of being alive, Things might not be the way we wanted them to be, but uh, we are on the land of the living and we are to give God thanks. We are to certainly give him praise. So I trust that both you and your family are doing well this morning and thank you for joining us for this program another time. We certainly, certainly appreciate your, your presence. Amen. So we are going to look into the word of the Lord this morning and uh, just hear what the Lord has to say to us uh, from his word for another day. So I invite you to join me in a brief word of prayer uh, before we turn to the scripture for the morning. Our Heavenly Father, we are just so grateful to be alive, to be on the land of the living, to see another brand new day. Thank you for your kindness and your mercy towards us. And Lord, we commit ourselves into your hands as we share this time together. Speak to our hearts through your word. Speak to us, O oh God. Pray that your word would have its full course as we share this time together. We give you thanks, Father. We give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. The scripture for the morning is Colossians chapter 3. That's where we were last week, verses 1 through 4. And I would like to uh, take you back there again this morning. And uh, amen, as we read and as we meditate, as we share together that, amen, we will just allow God's word to uh, speak to our hearts. Begin reading from verse 1. The scripture says, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So last week we were looking at the idea of seeking heavenly things. And we established that in order for us to 
seek heavenly things, we first of all have to be risen with Christ. And we went into detail to talk about what that really means. And uh, just to recap briefly, we established that God the Father loves his only son, Jesus Christ, so much that when a person believes in Jesus Christ for salvation, that is, when a person truly believes and surrenders his life to Christ, that God forgives that person's sin and that person is then accepted in Christ, that God actually identifies the person with Christ in his death and in his resurrection. So God considers that person from that point on as having died and risen with Christ. God performed that work the moment that person surrenders his or her life to Christ, that God takes that person's sin, places it upon Christ, and then imputes the righteousness of Christ to that person. That is, he credits Christ's righteousness to that person's account. Not that the person has done anything to deserve it, but that through faith, that person has received the finished work, the full salvation that the Lord Jesus Christ had wrought for us on the cross of Calvary when he gave his life. So God imputes, God credits the righteousness of Christ to that person's account. So God considers, that the Bible used the word reckons, God considers us as been risen with Christ and he sees us in Christ's righteousness for we are clothed in the righteousness of Christ. So the Bible says to us now, if you have been risen with Christ, and we did mention that in some translation, it simply says, since you have been risen with Christ, because the, the, the uh, text, the scripture was written here to church, to believers who have been risen with Christ as a result of their faith. So it says, if you've been risen with Christ and set your affection or set your mind on things above. And then we ask the question, why is this so important for us to set our minds on things above? If we fail to do so, we are going to be conformed to this world and we're going to think like the world and think worldly. And we'll talk a little more about that as we go along. But it is essential that we set our minds on things above if we want to be transformed. We can only live to please the Lord with a transformed mind. As a matter of fact, I say this, that either way we are to be, we are going to be conformed. God's plan for us, God's ultimate goal for us, is that we be conformed to the image of his son, 
the Lord Jesus Christ, the fashion of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. The plan of the world is for us to be conformed to the world. So, so there are two plans, two forms of uh, conformity. But in order for us to be conformed to the image of Christ, we first of all have to have a renewed mind. And that's what the Bible says to us, that we are not to be conformed to this world, but we have to be or need to be transformed. And that is done by the renewing of our mind. You see, the world wants to press us into its mold where we live like the world, we look like the world, we, you know, we resemble the world in every way, but that is not God's plan for us. God wants us to be different. And there are many people, many Christians, who try their best not to look different or to act different in order that they might fit in. But the reality is that we are different and we are to embrace that difference. We are to be happy for it. Yes, we are to live it out because indeed we are different. And so the Bible says to us that we are not to be conformed to the world or this world. We are not to allow the fashion and the appearance of this world to mold us in such a way where we look like the world. For the Bible tells us that the world itself and everything that is in it passes away. Yes, the fashion of this world passes away. John the Apostle says to us, do not love the world neither the things that are in the world. So if any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. And he said, these things are not of the Father. They're of the world. And the world passes away with its lust. But the one who does the will of God abides forever. Amen. Hallelujah. We, we can abide forever, friends. We, but in order for us to, we have to do the will of God. Paul says to us in 2 Corinthians 4, 18, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So as believers, we are not to fashion ourselves after the world, for the world passes away. Its, its fashion changes ever so often. And so we are not to be conformed to the world, but we are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So again, we go back to the, the, the text. It says, since you've been risen, or if you've been risen with Christ, then seek those things which are above. Set your mind, set your affection on things above, not on things of the world. 
the, the, the believer, the child of God, the Bible is saying here, must go through this radical change in his or her inner being to escape the doom of this world. We must be transformed inwardly. Yes. And how, how, how are we going to be transformed? The Bible makes it very clear that it is by the renewing of our mind. The mind must be renewed. It must be made anew. Yes, it must change because our human mind is affected by sin. Sin has really messed us up, brethren. Friends, sin has really messed us up. And so we have to renew our mind. But in order for it to take place, then we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Hmm. Our mind is messed up and it is necessary if we want to seek heavenly things that we renew our minds. For it is only with a renewed mind will we be able to live according to the Spirit. If our mind is not renewed, we cannot live as the Holy Spirit would want us to live or we cannot live in the spirit if our minds are not renewed. If our minds are not renewed, then we are just going to live according to the world and just do what everybody else does. And it makes no difference because why? It is natural. And the Bible is clear to us. They that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. So it is those things that we are going to allow to occupy our time, the natural things, the things of this world. But the Bible said, they that are after the Spirit do mind the things of the Spirit. That is, when we walk in the Spirit, when we allow the Holy Spirit to direct us, when we are obedient to the Word of God and allow God's Holy Spirit to move in and through us, then we'll be able to walk after the spirit for the scripture says for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace so how do we seek those things which are above we do so by directing our mind's attention to such things and when we direct our mind's attention, of course, to the Lord Jesus Christ who is in heaven and all of the blessings and all of the wonderful things that he has promised to us that we set our minds on those things. That as we go from day to day, we acknowledge that our struggles, our ins and our outs are not the ending and of themselves, but we are heading for someplace better and our focus is on a better place. You've been studying about the patriarchs as they live in this life and, you know, they live their entire life because they, they, they focused on the promise of God, the inheritance that God promised to them. And we have them listed for us in Hebrews as the heroes of faith. They lived out their entire life with that sense of focus on the Lord and what God had promised to them. And even though they did not see it 
in their lifetime. They still believe, nevertheless, they believe to the end. And the Bible said that they all died in faith. So one of the things that's going to happen as we set our minds on things above, it is going to change our thinking. And we are going to be able to think more clearly, begin to see things from God's perspective, begin to think as the Lord would have us to think. And uh, uh, Philippians 4 verse 8, we touched on it last week. Uh, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, first whatever things are true, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, then these are the things that we are to think on. And with a renewed mind, then these are the things that we are going to focus our attention on. And I submit to us, friends, it is not easy. It is not easy in the world where we live to think on those things because we are bombarded every day by the negative. And the truth be told, it is the negative that people gravitate to. It is the negative that, you know, sells the news, whatever form, whether the printed or electronic, because people want to hear, you know, what is going on and those bad things. But the, the good things, really, nobody pays much attention to that because that is normal. That is like, hey, so what? But when you hear about something violent, when you hear about something unjust, when you hear about something that is not good, I mean, everybody seems to gravitate toward that. But the Bible is saying to us as believers, not that we don't think on those things, but we don't focus on those things. The things that are honest, the things that are just, the things that are pure, the things that are lovely, the things that are of good report, the things that have virtue, that is moral excellence, the things that are praiseworthy. He's saying that these are the things that we must think on. Why? Romans chapter 6 from verse 7 tells us that we died to sin that we might be free from sin and now live with Christ. So we are raised with Christ, the Bible says. Yes, we have identified with him in his death, in his burial, and in his resurrection. And now we have been raised with Christ. The Bible says that we are seated with him in heavenly places because where he is, there we are. And this all takes place as a result of our faith in him. Not because we have done wonderful things or because we will ever do anything wonderful. But that transaction took place the moment we surrender our lives to the Lord Jesus Christ invite him into our hearts as our Savior, confess our sins, 
and ask him to forgive us. God, our Heavenly Father, removes our sin from us and placed it to the account of Christ. And then he transfers the righteousness of Christ to us because that is really the only righteousness that God really recognizes when it comes to accepting a person. Isaiah said, all of our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. It means nothing when it comes to gaining God's favor. It means absolutely nothing. The righteousness that really matters is the righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ, the God-man who left heaven's glory, who came down to earth in the form of a man who suffered and who died the most cruel death for you and for me. That is the righteousness that God acknowledges. That is the righteousness that God recognizes, friends, the righteousness of Christ. When we place our faith in him, that God takes our faith and he counts it as the death of his son. That is, he counts us as having died in Christ. Hallelujah. We, we, we died in his death. Yes, we, 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 place, we, we are placed in Christ's death. We are identified with Christ in his death. We are partakers of Christ in his death. We are union with Christ in his death. We are bound with Christ in his death. When, when a person truly honors God by trusting in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, by placing his or her faith in that finished work that Christ did. And I must say, not only did he die, but he was buried and he rose again from the dead on the third day. And this is absolutely important that when we talk about our Lord Jesus Christ, we are not talking about somebody who is dead and in the grave. We are talking about somebody who is alive Amen. And alive forevermore. When, when John saw him in the revelation, he declares himself to John. He said, I am he that is alive and was dead. But he says, behold, look, I am alive forevermore. Death cannot touch him. Amen. So he's alive and he's alive and well. And I'm submitting to us this morning that because of our faith in him, that we have been identified with him in his death and in his resurrection. Hallelujah. For Jesus is alive and Jesus is alive and well. And I might be talking to somebody this morning who have not yet surrendered their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the image that you got of him may be that of a baby on, you know, on a crucifix or something like that. And the focus that you, you what, what occupies your focus is just that he died and was buried. But I want you to know this morning that he rose from the dead. He rose triumphantly. Amen. And the Bible says that he rose for our justification. He rose to declare us to be righteous. And if you would put your faith in him this morning, right where you are, with all of your struggles, all of your challenges, all of your difficulties, things that you wonder, how am I going to get over this? How am I going to deal with this? I encourage you this morning, turn them over to Jesus.
and God will place them on his son because he has already done the work. He did it once. He died once, never to die again. He has already completed the work. It is finished. Amen. Hallelujah. And God will place all of those, all of your sins, all of your struggles, all of your misfortune. He placed them on Christ and then he will transfer the righteousness of Christ to you. And I say to you, my friend, when you have the righteousness of Christ, there is peace. Hallelujah. There is joy. Ah, there is that sense of satisfaction. And so I urge you this morning, if you have not yet surrendered your life to him, if you have not yet received Jesus Christ as your savior, give him a chance in your life. Give him a chance. And I might be speaking to somebody this morning who started out with Christ, but things happen. You experience some hardship that somewhat derailed you and you have turned from your commitment to Christ. I want to encourage you this morning. Come on back home. Jesus is calling you back to himself. Come back home. Remember the joy that you felt, the peace that you have. Jesus wants to renew that. Come back to him. Come back. Now, now the, the enemy will bring all kinds of things to your mind and tell you that he's not going to forgive you. Yes, he's going to. Come on back home to him. Surrender your life to him and just let him have his way. He wants to restore that peace. He wants to restore that joy. He wants to restore that happiness in your life. Give him a chance in your life. Let him have his way with you. Let him have his way. He wants to save you. He wants to make all things new. Give Jesus a chance in your life. Will you? Will you? Let us pray together. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. You say, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. And I pray that you would save somebody this morning that you would restore somebody this morning who might be crying out to you, Lord, for help. I pray that you would rescue. I pray you would strengthen somebody and build up somebody in you today. We give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, my friend, for joining us. And Pastor Robert Nelson of Bavoni Baptist Church, do come by and pay us a visit. We begin at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings. God bless you. Amen. Well, we just want to thank you for listening to today's sermon here at the Bavoni Baptist Church, where sharing Christ is every Christian's business. So as we depart, go and serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords.